Top of the morning. Top of the morning. This is Pastor Richie. It is Thursday. We're getting closer to the weekend, everybody. I get to go in late today. So, of course, as always, I am out and I am about. So I'm getting ready to do a few runs. And then after that, I am going to work. So just for the next few moments, and you can catch the repost, but just for the next few moments, I want to talk about the mediator. Thank God for the mediator. Thank God for the mediator. Have you ever had a time that you needed a pass? Have you ever had a time that you crossed the line and you felt as if, man, if I had somebody that could speak up for me, this would definitely help me. Watch this. Across this country and in our nation, when people get into legal situations, you don't try to go into that situation by yourself. Uh, if you got skill sets and you feel like you can represent yourself, that's good. But it's always better to have a mediator. It's always better to have a person that can represent you. Now, I'll say this. In, in some cases, it's not even the lawyer that's uh, the mediator. In some cases, because the offense is so high, uh, friend of the court cases, just practical things. I want to talk to you directly. Practical things. Sometimes what they have is they, they, will, have, they will have a mediator uh, in there because sometimes people can't speak peaceably concerning one another. And they'll bring you in and say, hey, well, what can you all do with me sitting here? What can we come to so that we don't have to take it that far? I think life and the necessary things that happen to us, a mediator, a mediator has to come into play at some point because there are things based on the offense that it's going to be a challenge, and I'm approaching the real life. It's going to be a challenge for you to work through. So our text today, we're in the book of, uh, however you want to pronounce it, Philemon or Philemon, uh, between uh, Titus and Hebrews in the New Testament. We're in Philemon or Philemon, chapter number one. And the Apostle Paul, as he opens up this chapter, he is admonishing the people. He, he's speaking well of them and then he brings up a person's name that he has met in this season and this person is no longer the person that they were in the last season he brings up a person's name and his name is Onesimus have you ever engaged with a person and the remedy based on the offense was, hey, the only way we're going to be able to interact, we we have to separate. We, we have to separate because you have just done too much in the relationship. That's only Simons. Only Simons has done so much in the relationship that there was separation and they, they put him out of the environment because he's doing the most. Have you ever been connected to some people who've done the most? I'm going to raise my hand. Have you ever had a season that you were the one doing the most? Have you ever had a season that you were crossing the lines with people, that you were saying things that, that hurt people's feelings, that you were standing on the soapbox of what you thought was right? Only Simons offended people. Only Simons was not 
uh, the person that he had a reputation of, of working with uh, people. The Bible says that he comes into contact with the apostle Paul. We're talking about, thank God for the mediator. The apostle Paul, when he engages with him, he establishes a relationship and the relationship that he has with the apostle Paul is not a relationship of offense. I know it's kind of hard to hear sometimes, but there are people who we were offended by that they got better after they left. There are people who offended us who got better after they left. But watch this. What I like about the text is that the apostle Paul never mentions, and I'm at a red light, he, he doesn't mention that only Simons got better. He he doesn't mention that he's just this righteous person now. The Apostle Paul is, is building the people up before he even asks them for anything. And that's what I thank God for. See, people who mediate, people who make sure that there is no divide, they have a wisdom of how to build you up before presenting, before asking you to do something that they know is a stretch. Mediators are wise. M mediators are extremely wise. So the Apostle Paul is wise in how he engages early on. And I think we, we can take note of his approach because it's not a response or reaction. He knows when I tell them that only Simon is back, they ain't just gonna be open to receive him. So I'm gonna need to put some 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 sugar, some honey on this. I can't, I can't really just start out demanding this. The Bible says that the Apostle Paul says something to them that is very important. He says, you got to read Philemon or Philemon chapter 1, verses 15, 16, 17. He says, maybe he if you were offended by him because it was meant for him to be your brother forever. He departed for a season that you would be able to be brothers forever. He departed for a season. That's powerful. That we would be brothers forever. See, sometimes, although there is distance, and I'm at a red light, although there's distance and space in relationship, sometimes we depart for a season so that when we come back together, we can be brothers. We, we can't be what we were before. We, we, we don't have to function like we functioned before. But watch this, the mediator. I'm going to be honest with y'all. There are people that I release based on somebody else's recommendation. There are people that, that I release based on somebody else's recommendation. Be, because of what they said. Because they put their recommendation. They put their reputation on the line and they said, listen, if you believe in anything that is good, give them a pass because of who you know me to be in your life. See, when, when, when you love people and you, you, you ask God of how to apply this, but when you really honor people, there are people I really honor. I honor my, my mother. I honor the chief apostle. I, I honor certain voices uh, in my life. And if they, and when they say to me, son, 
I understand how you feel, but consider this as well. You need somebody in your life that'll cause you to consider, well, maybe they didn't try to, maybe they're not here to hurt you in this season. There are so many people that we are connected to that want to remind us, well, you know they're going to they gonna just destroy you. You know they just want to attack you. You know they're just, we have so much faith for enemies at times that we, we can't embrace the genuine or the newly constructed relationships that God is sending in our lives. The Apostle Paul says, I want you to read Philemon, Philemon chapter 1. The Apostle Paul says, maybe he left for a season that he will become your brother forever. This is a verse that I use and I live on this verse with everything in my socks. Uh, the Bible says, and I believe in loyalty and I believe that these things are true. The Bible says in Proverbs 17 and 17 that a friend, a friend loveth at all times, but a brother is born for adversity. Your friends, no matter what you do, no matter what time you're in. Think about Ecclesiastes chapter 3. A time to be born, a time to heal, a time to kill, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. A, a friend will love you through all those particular times, 28 different uh, seasons. A friend will love you through all those times. And the Bible says, but a brother, a brother shows up in a time of adversity. A brother is birth. He is born. And he's bought, he's made for the time of adversity. Look at Christ. Christ being our mediator, the, the, the adversity was the separation between man and God. Because we are separated based on our sins. Christ is born for the time of adversity. And the Bible says in Matthew 20, 28, he came not to be ministered to, but to minister and give his life as a ransom for many. He he paid the ransom and he showed up, my God. He Christ showed up in a time of our adversity and he paid the price that we could never pay. The Bible says it like this, and I want you to read this verse in your leisure as well. This verse is actually like the theme verse uh, to, to our church, to Better Covenant. The Bible says that Christ being made the mediator, Hebrews 8 and 6, being made the mediator of a better covenant, based on better uh, promises. Uh, I want to encourage somebody uh, today. The first engagement that you had with a person, that, that, may, that covenant may have not been good. You can establish some partnerships early on. And I like what I like about Philemon chapter 1 is that there is a space in between the time that they come together uh, again. See, but God wants to establish some better covenants. Watch this. You've learned some things since then. The beautiful thing about this text is that it speaks to our ear to hear. Read Philemon chapter 1 in your leisure. It, it speaks to our ability to hear sound uh, instructions. It, it speaks to our ability that we are still open to receive. It's been some years since they were connected to Oney Simons, but the Bible says that the Apostle Paul is able to admonish them. He's able to encourage them. He's able to talk to them about the good things that's working in them. Do you know how much good has been working in you since the last time you interacted with, with the person that uh, offended you? Watch this. It's very important to understand uh, this person right here, Only Simons, he, he offended a community. He, he had behaviors that offended, and that's vast. There are people who have lifestyles, 
that offend communities, don't they? There are people who choose to live their life in a way, and at times we are offended, and we excommunicate them out of our environment because we do not agree with their lifestyle. So this text got a lot of meat uh, on the bone, and we excommunicate people because of their weaknesses, because of their faults, but it's never, and I'm at a red light, it's never supposed to stay like that. It's, it's never supposed to be that when we, when we have to separate, that God can at least talk to us about the offense. And that's what I like about this text. See, humility says, you can say this to me. Humility says, I understand how I felt in another season, but at the least, I'm open to hear what you have to say concerning this area of offense. Thank God for the media. The apostle Paul shows up and says, maybe he left for a season that he would become your brother, that he would stay forever. He says, because of who I am, the mediator, I'm asking you anything that he's done. See, that's what God does. The apostle Paul says, anything that only Simons has done, lay it to my charge. Put it, put it on me. How many mothers are mediating on the behalf of that husband that don't have behaviors that represent a good husband? See, a wise, a wise mother, a wise mother, a wise father through discernment can see, don't give up just yet. Don't, don't throw in the towel just yet. There, there's some good in this. I'm not encouraging you to sign up for abuse. For, for abuse. I'm encouraging you to be open to hear what God is saying through the vessels that he's put in your life. Watch this. And these are the vessels that you already trust. And that's the beautiful thing. What I like about the text is that God doesn't send them a vessel that they don't trust. God sends them a vessel that they do trust. He, he sends the apostle Paul to remind them that you are, you are in a place that God wants you to show mercy. You're in a place that, that, that God, God wants to get a harvest to you. God, God wants to get a harvest to you through the mercy that you show on assignments. He don't deserve it. No, he don't deserve it. No, she don't deserve it. They, they, but mercy is never about being deserved. But God is so wise that he knows that there are people that we just respect. Raise your hand if, if there's a person that you just respect and you honor them so much that based on their recommendation, because of who you've been in my life, you got to understand the Apostle Paul didn't been left for dead. He'd have been beat. He, he's been outside stranded. He's been bitten by a viper. He, he's a proven, he's a proven source. And that proven source is able to ask them, lay it on my charge. Forgive on Simons for my sake. It, allow him to come back into the environment for my sake. And they agree because of his place in their lives. They are those of us. Our challenge is, I don't know if I'm ready to let this person back into the environment. I, I don't know if I'm ready to accept that they've changed. I, what I love about the text, read Philemon chapter 1. There's no great dialogue that Philemon has changed, that Onesimus has changed. There is no great dialogue that he's just delivered, healed, and set free. But what the apostle Paul sees in him, what's in him in this season 
is something that wasn't in him. And watch this. And there's something in you in this season that may have not been in you in another season. You know how to be a brother to other people, even if they don't know how to be a brother to you. Your love, your ability to hold people down, your ability to, to deal with adversarial and, and, to, and to show up in times of adversity, I trust the God that's in you. I'm going to say something. When God can trust you with offense, oh God, the, the blessings that God has brought into my life because he knew he could ask me to release somebody. The, the favor that God will bring into your life because he knows he can trust you to be merciful. The, there is a grace that is on your life when God says, I know I can place a demand on you to be merciful. I, I can place a demand on you to let somebody go and to invite them back in. And sometimes inviting people back in is as simple as, how you been doing? What's been going on with you? Watch this, because in another season, I didn't even care to ask. In another season, I, I didn't even care to engage you about how you were doing or anything. How your children doing? See, sometimes inviting people in is kind words. Sometimes inviting people back into your world is just doing what you ain't been doing in a while. Speaking. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, what's 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 up with you, man? Look, we, we ain't talked in a while. Just from a genuine place. The Apostle Paul says... Be vulnerable. The, the word is teaching us to be vulnerable, not, not to be abused. See, he says you, you can afford to be vulnerable because you got more to give. You, you can afford to give somebody else a pass because you've been built up. You, you're stronger than you were in the other season. And watch this. Although on Simons, you may not feel like he's worth it. I, I'm telling you because I've, I've increased your value. I, I've increased your worth through what I gave you, through through the deposit that I made in you. I'm saying now I need you to see the worth in everybody. Uh, see, that's what unconditional acceptance allows you to do. It allows you to see the worth in every person. It allows you to see the worth even in your enemies. They are people that I am not connected to in the way that I was connected to them in another season, but their value has not changed. They, I, I don't see them as less than uh, valuable. And when God begins to bring them up again and they begin to show up, I, I want to say this prophetically. There are people that are showing up not to curse us, but they're showing up because they need to be redeemed. They, they, they're showing up because God has given us an opportunity to be merciful. They're showing up because God is giving us an opportunity. God told me two things for the summer. And, and I understand it's, 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 it's the truth based on certain challenges at times. There are two seeds you need to sow this summer. The first seed is the seed of mercy. If you can be merciful, God's going to bless your, he's going to bless your fall and your winter. And as you go into 19, and if you can get back to your place of service, and I'm going to look at you for a few minutes because I'm parked. The Bible says, if you're able to show mercy, you can obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Pastor Richie, you have no idea what this person did to me. But I'm, I'm pleading with you today that there is a person that God has in your life right now that you do trust. And God, in his providence, 
He wants to put a person in your life to remind you that it's in you to release. See, mediators remind you that it's in you to release. Mediators remind you that it, you're strong enough to let it go. Mediators see the good that can happen if we connect. Mediators don't see the negative things that can happen. A mediator is trying to get good to you. A mediator is 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 pleading with you to make sure open, be open, receive. Don't don't shun people and don't push people out in this season. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, today, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and your mercy today, God. Like only Simons, there are people in our lives that have crossed the line and, and we had to separate. But God, we pray, God, that we would be open. When you send the apostle Paul to remind us that it's time to receive somebody that offended us. God, let us be open. The day that we hear your voice, the day that we don't allow, God, don't let our hearts be hardened. We don't want our hearts to be hard concerning what you're trying to get us to embrace and who you're, who you're trying to make us aware that we need to receive in this season. God, we are open to you. We do not resist you today. We don't resist your voice. We don't resist your voice. And to the only assignment, to the person who feels as if I'll never come back from this, God, allow that person to, to experience a season of recovery. Like Philemon chapter one, allow every only assignment, those who have repositioned themselves in service to experience a season of recovery and bless the apostle Pauls, bless the mediators, bless the mother who's talking to her daughter and, and asking her and reminding her, it's going to get better. Bless the father that's talking to his daughter, to his son, saying, daughter, it's going to get better. It's They're not trying to hurt you. Bless every person that, that encourages us to have faith for friends. Bless the encouragers. Bless the bridge builders today. God, we thank you today. And God, to those of us who have the assignment to receive the offended one, give us the strength and remind us of what you invested in us. Um, remind us of what you invested in us so that we can receive the offended one. And God, we thank you today. And we even confess today, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to feel. We don't know which way to go. But we're asking that you help us in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to say this with me. This is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy. But life, you are my friend, no matter what you do today, I want you to say it with me, no matter what you do today, smile when you say it. I want you, no matter what you do today, keep it kind, keep it kind. I'm praying for you. God bless you. And we will talk again later.